Amen. Fabulous testimony, and he was chosen to be on TBN just last week, right? Yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> He's not trying to be famous, right? But you were chosen to come out to New Heart, where you know even better, right? Praise the Lord. <laughs> so there's hope for you and your household. Yes. Do you have any relatives like that? You wonder, like, when are they ever going to get saved? When are they ever going to come to the light? Well, we can't give up. We can't give up hope because God will arrest them, grab them, and bring them to himself. Amen? Hallelujah. We're just going to give a little introduction of what we have today. Are, you, are your seats okay? Are your, your rumps okay? Okay. Well, one good thing about if we stay a little bit late, we have food for you. You don't have to run to the restaurant or anything. But I wanted to give you just a few things to take home with you. And we're going to talk about the glory of God. Now, what is the glory of God? It is his glory is his presence, his power, his majesty, his splendor, and his awesomeness. The glory of God is just God himself. All of God coming to be with who? Us. Uses. He loves us so much. I want to show you something. Moses spent time with God, didn't he, on the mountain? He was there for, for 40 days and 40 nights. Let me pray first. I, don't, I, want to, I always, if I don't pray, it's just not right, okay? Can you give me a minute? Father, thank you for these beautiful people that you have assembled together to hear your word. I ask you, Lord God, that you would just touch them, minister to them. The words that I speak would be light to their eyes and light to their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Moses spent time with God, but he said, you know, there's more. There's more that I want to see from you. There's more that I want to experience. Do you ever get that feeling? Like, man, I need more of God to change my life from the inside. So Moses said, please show me your glory. All right, I'm not going to read the rest of it, but what it says is that God said, you can't take it. But I, what I'll do is I'll put you in the cleft of the rock, and I'll put my hand over you, and I'll let you see my backside so that you can see me. Amen? But guess what? Nowadays, we can have all of the glory of God, and it's been given to us. But let's see. Here's, the, here's God uh, in the mountain. Then he coming to, to show himself to Moses. Guess what happened? Moses' face began to shine with the brilliance that came from the Lord. Now, we were sharing these testimonies at Bible study, and Sylvia said she saw that happen to her own self. She was praying to the Lord. She spent time with him, and she went by the mirror, and all of a sudden, whew, her face was shining. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was sharing a time when I was reading the Bible, and I got so filled with God, I was ready to pop. I said, oh, Lord, please, no more. I can't take any more of you. I really, we can't take all of God, but there's more that we can take from him. Amen. So God's design from the very beginning in Exodus, oops, let's go back to that uh, 19, 3 and 4. And so, and Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain saying, thus shall you say to the house and the children of Israel, you have been, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you what? To myself. 
He said, I didn't take you to the land. I didn't take you to the desert. I didn't take you anywhere but to myself. I wanted to be with you. I wanted to make myself known to you so you know my ways and my acts and how I do things. And, and so you get to learn me because they had been in Egypt with four, with, for 430 years with pagans and pagan worshipers. So he said, I need to acquaint myself with you. So I'm bringing you to myself. Amen? Because if not, they would go into the promised land and they would still be worshiping pagan gods. And I remember this, my friend, whose name is Steve Martin, not, not the comedian, but the guy that uh, he does falconry. He trains hawks and eagles. And this kind of hawk right here is what he would, he would capture them. And what he would do is he would keep them for, for 48 hours and bond with them. He would feed them so that he, they learned to depend upon him. Isn't that what God did to the children of Israel? I'm going to give you manna every day so that you learn how to depend upon me. And so what he did is he became dependent, the bird did, on eating out of his hand. So when the bird was flying around, he could just wave the meat from his hand and the bird would come and land on his hand and he would feed him. He became a bird trainer. And here he is right here. He's doing shows. He did shows in San Diego Wild Animal Park. He was a good friend of mine and... Uh, I think that, what was that bird's name? Lolita. Lolita. <laughs> I remember it so well because one day we were playing cards and he brings this bird in with a hood on and sets it on my, t on my chair while we're playing cards, you know, in the background there. I go, what are you doing? He says, I got a bond with my bird for 48 hours. I go, Really? <laughs> Really, is he going to be okay there? Yes. And he just stayed right there, perfectly still. Um, so the other thing that God wants to do with this, in ex nope, Exodus 29 says, And I will dwell among the children of Israel, and I will be their God, and they shall know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. He wants to walk with us and be with us. Can you imagine a father not being able to touch or hold their child, that's the way God would be and would feel, not being able to hold us or touch us. Isn't that something? He said, I want to walk with them. I want to be there. I want to be in the midst of all that they do. I want them to talk to me. I want to have fellowship with them. That's what God wants from us. Amen? Don't you feel special? Don't you feel privileged? That almighty God says, I want to spend time with you. Praise God. You know, we, we visited, uh, uh, Marianne had a cousin whose father-in-law was dying. But this guy has an amazing way of looking at you and making you feel like you're the most important person on the face of the earth and you're the only one that he wants to listen to. How he got that, I'll never know. But he became famous. He be, not famous. He became very rich. He, he, he bought a, um, uh, a, a company that had tours, gave book boat tours in, in the Rhine, in Germany, and all over the world. He sold it for like, I think it was over a, a million, maybe, I don't know how, many, how much million, it was multi-million. But yet, we found out he was dying. They called and they said, oh yeah, Jimmy's got cancer, he's going to die in about six months or so. And in my heart, I said, I got to go to him. I got to go to him and tell him about the Lord. I don't want him to spend eternity in hell. So I went and I, I, I made arrangements. It took a long time for us to get to him because the, the father, I mean, the, the son was like, oh, you know, 
he's Catholic and you're not a priest and I don't know if he will receive you and everything. But as it got closer to the time, he said, yes, come on. And we went there and by divine intervention, we were all of a sudden in the lo- alone with him in the room. And I said, Jimmy, before I go, I want to pray with you. He said, that'd be fine. That'd be marvelous. I go, you know, I'm not, I'm not Catholic. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a minister. He said, I know, but that's all right. And I said, if you, I, I've ministered to a lot of people, and at this point in your life, you want to know where you're going, right? After this life is over? He goes, yes. I go, do you feel like you're going to heaven? He goes, I hope so. And I said, well, you know, can I show you how you can know for sure where you're going? He says, yeah, I would love that. And I showed him Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you accept the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believe him and speak it out of your mouth, you shall be saved. I go, would you like to do that? He goes, yes. We prayed. We got there and prayed with him. And he received, but his wife was jumping up and down. Oh, this is wonderful. Oh, this is great. Oh, praise the Lord. You know? (laughs) And he was so thankful to me. And I said, do you have a Bible? Let me show him the scripture. I wrote the scripture down. She said, yes, I can read it to him. So I go, Jimmy, do you feel like you're going to heaven now? He goes, yes, today I do. But tomorrow, I don't know. (laughs) I said, well, keep this scripture so that whatever you doubt, you can just read it and know for sure that you have a place in heaven. He goes, it doesn't seem possible that with all the things that I've done, by just speaking out of my mouth, that I can be saved. And I go, that's the mercy and the goodness of the Lord. And you can receive it and you can have it. So I was so happy that Jesus was receiving him to himself. And that's what he wants to do for us. Amen. Now look at this in John, the next uh, one more. 1422, because do you want that glory? What does the glory do? The glory does whatever you need it to do, whatever God would do if he was here with you. He brings healing, he brings salvation, he brings deliverance, he brings peace, joy, whatever you need, the glory of God. I, meant, I forgot to mention that while we were praying, the glory of the Lord just filled his, his house when we were praying for Jimmy. My son said he, he started to cry. He just couldn't believe it. The woman was jumping up and down. I, I was like, like you said, I had my heart was... Uh, what is it called? Temper, 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 or something. Temper, pedic. <laughs> I was soft, <laughs> and <laughs> and God was there. Do you want God there in your life, in your situations, what you're facing? God, come bring your glory to the house. And so we don't have to beg God for it. We don't have to be a select few like Moses or Aaron. God, Jesus said, and the glory which you gave me, God, I have given them, have given them, past tense. All we need to do is receive the glory of God, the presence of God. You know, um, let's skip all the way to the how-to. You know, my dad was a mechanic, and he fixed things. He knew how to make it work. And so I kind of take that into teaching. How do you do this? How do you make it work? What are the steps? You want the steps? You want to know how to get the glory of God? Well, maybe you don't want it. I don't know. Do you want to know? (laughs) All right. Thank you very much. How to experience the glory of God. One, you've got to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. Amen? Do you do that? Do you you just kind of love the Lord, or have you fallen in love with him? Have you, like, head over heels, like when you met your wife or your husband? You wanted to be with him. 
You loved everything about them, the, the, the little turn of their cheek or the, the way they smile, their perfume, their hair, everything. I just love you. <laughs> I want to be with you. <laughs> doesn't matter when. I just, I'll get there. I don't care if I have to drive. It doesn't matter. And I still feel that way about Marianne. I just want to be with her. Amen. <laughs> we ride together to work. We ride home. And when we can't ride together, it's like, oh, what a lonely day it is. <laughs> but when we first met, we, we wanted to work together. We've worked maybe three or four jobs together. And we're working together now. We're working in the church together. We like being with each other. God has joined us together. There's sometimes some people you click with. You know, you get along with them a little bit, but when there's a joining, it's for forever. So you have to love the Lord. Fall in love with him. Amen? And if you love him, what do you do? You obey him. Right? You obey him. The second thing is, you have to desire the presence of God. You have to desire. Whatsoever you desire, believe that you receive it, and you shall have it. You have to have a desire. You know... Um, my son, uh, for the, he's been believing for some things. And the last week he said, Dad, I don't know what's happening to me, but the Lord is waking me up at 4 o'clock every morning. I, don't, I just can't understand it. And I'm tired. <laughs> How many can you relate to that? I said, oh, my son. The Lord has been doing that for like two years. What he's doing is he's trying to get your attention. He's trying to make himself known unto you. He wants to fellowship with you. Pray to him, worship him, spend time with him. That's God. You can't manufacture that. When God comes, he comes. The glory of God comes on you, and you're able to do great things. Amen? But first, he has to acquaint and get to know you. And so he's so excited that I've been doing this. I've been teaching it, but he hadn't heard about it, but yet the Lord is doing it to him. What you do affects your family, affects your children. So you have to desire, whatever you desire. Think of things that you desire. What do you really desire? To learn how to play the piano, to learn how to play the guitar, to learn how to play baseball, ballerina, whatever you desire, you have to just believe it with all your heart. Amen? And the last thing, worship the Lord. True worshipers shall worship him, what, in spirit and in truth, for the Lord seeks such to worship him. God, you're looking for God. God said, I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you to worship. So I told my son, son, just get up and dance and, and sing before the Lord. He goes, oh, I'm not into that, Pop. You know, he says, it's, you know, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, okay? <laughs> but I planted the seed, right? You know, what I have, I wish I could just throw it on to you and throw it on to my son, but you can't. You have to discover it for yourself. Amen? But you can plant the seed and say, this is the way God wants to work with us. And when you have the glory of God, things just work out for your good. He ministers for you in your situations, in your life, in your finances, in your relationships. You don't even have to fight the battles. The Lord will fight the battle for you. Amen? When he's with you, he'll take up, you know, your, your, your concerns. Praise God. So last thing, and then we're going to take communion. Last slide. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. This is a covenant. It's set in stone. God says, I want to put my laws in your mind and in your heart. 
And then guess what? Last scripture. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for the Lord shall know me, for all shall know me. Do you know the Lord? Do you know him in all of his glory? Do you need to ask Moses? Moses, like Moses, show me your glory, Lord. I want to see more of you. I need more of you in my life. I need you to make your presence known so that I can see miracles, so I can see uh, situations change in my life. If that's you, is that you? Are, you? are you happy with where you're at right now? Are you happy with your relationship with the Lord? Or do you just know that there's more that God wants to give us? Amen. There's more, right? And what do we have to do? Just ask just like Moses said, show me your glory. Love the Lord, desire of all your heart, and worship him, and he'll come and minister to you. Amen? Amen. Just take a moment. Let's see. Let's just take a moment to, to think about him. Father, I just thank you for your presence. I thank you for your love. I thank you that your glory, which was with Jesus, can be with us, that we can enjoy your presence and just appreciate you for who you are. I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord Jesus. I worship you. Let your hearts be soft to him. I worship you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Praise you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. I ask you for your presence, Lord, in this place. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, sweet Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. What did we learn today? We learned that God loves us. He wants to take him unto himself. He wants to teach us. He wants to help us save us and our whole household. Amen. Don't give up on those people you're believing for. Amen? Amen? Amen. Let's pray for them right now. Think about someone that you know, your family members, your household, those that are familiar with you. And as we pray, believe that the Lord is still working in, in, your, in their behalf for you. Father, we just thank you for our loved ones. We thank you that those that are not saved yet, but they know us. We believe, Lord God, that you're ministering to them even as we speak right now. And that the words that we say, the heart that we say it with, that, Lord, you're able to receive that and pour your glory upon them and bring them to you and to yourself so that you may walk with them and dwell with them and be with them forever. And so for this, we give you the praise, the glory, the honor. And all agree said? Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you next week.